Welcome to this episode of Unsolicited Wisdom. I'm going to be talking with my classmate Spencer. He, of course, is also undertaking the Class 12 project. So today we're going to ask him a few questions about what it's been like for him. So, Spencer, how are you going today? I'm good. That's good. good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. So, um, I guess the most important thing to start off with is what is your project? So, I am doing composition, music composition. And I'm just learning um, music software on like digitally, so like on my laptop, and just what like digital sound design looks like. And I'm just trying to move away from simply instrumentation because um, I am a piano player and I play a bit of guitar, and I'm trying to kind of push the boundaries of sound, and that's kind of that's what software, um, production software offers. So Yeah, so it's like all digital and all that sort of fun stuff. Yeah, so just like I, I can just make my own sounds and it's all personalized and whatever I like is what it, you know, how it sounds. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. So I guess you've like, you've, I've known you for a while and you've always been like instrumental. You've always liked music, so. Mm-hmm. Is there like something you want to? Is it something you want to continue doing? Is it... Well, music is hundred percent my future. Yeah. Um, but I'm not hundred percent on which exact road I want to take. Yeah. Um, right. Because when it comes to the music industry, um, there's lots and lots of specific jobs. Um, yeah. So there's people who just do recording and producing, then there's people who are professional mixers and they just make sure sounds are balanced and you yeah. know the it's um headphone ready and whatever. And then you've got people who master, you've got people who play the instruments, people who write it. There's so many different components that goes into a composition and they all have their own profession. Yeah. And so I'm kind of doing all of them at once. And I'm just hoping that as I try more and more things, I'll kind of get a proper grasp on what's out there and what I want to continue on as a career. So it's kind of like you're finding which sort of yeah. way you want to go down. Yeah, I'm just trying to try try all the paths and then decide in the end which one I want to continue on. But at this stage, I'm kind of into all of it. Yeah. I like every aspect, so I'm kind of <laughs> conflicted <in that> <laughs> Yeah, so none of them like sticking out as a particular one. Well, I do like the producing stage the most because that's where all the inspiration comes out of. Yeah. Like that's when you can just, you know, pour your ideas into into the audio and you just can create something that's truly personal. But then once it gets to things like mixing and stuff, it's a lot more technical and it's a lot more boring because you're just hearing the same thing over and over again making sure the frequencies <laughs> yeah. are getting right on the audio spectrum and it's just a lot yeah it, does that take a lot of t- i assume it would take a fair amount of time it, it does take a while like you could be mixing for about two hours or it could be like eight hours you know it's kind of depends on the song yeah but um yeah i kind of mix as i go because I find that 
my sounds are super specific and yeah. so I'm kind of mixing as I go along. But yeah, it does take a while. And it's definitely the part I struggle with the most because I get sick of hearing the same thing over and over again. I end up not liking the song because I hear it a million times <laughs> and then I never get around to finishing it because I can't get it to sound how it was. You say you're like, you don't do it all like in one, like get all your beats and stuff. I don't know how it works. Mm. You don't do it all like in one go. You like listen and then you're like, oh, I could have this bit mm. there or stuff like that. Is yeah, that- well, basically you will have, you get your ideas down and yeah. you just do a bunch of different things and then you arrange it. So you put all the different sounds and and tracks and instruments at the places you want them to be on the song, whether it be verse, chorus, intro, when this piano comes in, if the drum comes in at the same time, things like that, which is called the arrangement. Yeah. And then once the song's laid out and it's a proper three or four minute song or whatever, how long you want it to be, once that's the actual structure set out, then you go into balancing the sound and making sure everything's it's in its right spot. Mm. In that. What you're gonna try and think of think of the audio as a 3D space, not as this little this little tiny dot where audio comes out of like in your headphones. It's yeah. a 3D space and what mixing does is you wanna put sound into this 3D box and so that in your headphones it sounds like a room or an atmosphere. I right. think of think of a hole full of people and every person is some aspect of the song, some sound, something that's complementing another. So you're almost like capturing almost like a live sort of performance. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's a it's like an orchestra of different things and they all need to work together and be in the in the right spot for them all to for it to be a success. That's really cool. Like I I I love music. I listen to a lot of music, but I've never like kind of thought about it in that sort of mm. way before. Just like just put it on yeah. and just listen to it. But that that's really that's a really cool insight into like how to make music and how to make it like actually resonate with people. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I know it's now that I am a producer, it's hard to just listen to music and just sit there and enjoy it. <laughs> Has no. it like ruined it for you where you, you're like analyzing stuff when you're listening to it? I don't think I don't think it's ruined it. I've just like but yeah, I do analyze it a lot and I just go, Well, why is that there? Or this is cool. Yeah. But I think I do I do like that I have I can have that outlook on it because I can just maybe hear all these subtleties that not everyone would recognize. Yeah. I can go, oh, that's like like that's really far back in the mix and you can barely hear it but it makes it so much it adds so much to the song yeah little details like mm. this. yeah yeah so with your sort of mixing have there been like multiple programs or how does that sort of how does it work when you're like making it what sort of programs are you using to do that so i use logic pro x yeah which is designed by apple um and i started using logic pro because I had a Mac, but also because I was using GarageBand beforehand, which is a free software offered by on every MacBook. And so I started messing around on GarageBand when I first started getting into um, composition. And then I thought, well, I might might as well just go to the more complicated Logic Pro 
instead of starting a whole new instead of downloading a whole new software that I wasn't really familiar with. Yeah. And in the time span that I had, I, I had to learn logic really quickly. Yeah. So, yeah. So for like a good portion of my project was just learning this new software because it was similar to GarageBand, but it was so much more advanced. Like GarageBand is free on every MacBook and Logic Pro is 350 bucks. Like, yeah. Um, 300, but that's like upfront and then you own it. Yeah, and that's for luck, yeah. Yeah, still. Mm -hmm. But you do pay for what you get. Like, I found that, like, I was recording podcasts on um, on these other sort of weird ones, but I found, like, once I paid for audition, it's like way better. Mm -hmm. It just sounds way better. Yeah. I guess you pay for what you get. Yeah, exactly. So it's worth it. Yeah, the paid GarageBand is definitely the best free software, but yeah. Logic Pro is great. Like it's got so much to offer, and it was great for me because I couldn't really shape sound inside GarageBand. Yeah. Like it was the tools and the they were just so limited, yeah. and Logic Pro just allowed me to just bend audio that I couldn't do in GarageBand, and I could just make it how I wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Like take a synthesizer for example, like I might have the sound on GarageBand and be able to tamper with it a little bit, but on Logic Pro I'll have, you know, 150 knobs that I can change and then yeah. just re reshape it out. Yeah. yeah that's a really and so with the programs you like you asked before, yeah. I have Logic Pro, but and Logic Pro comes with audio effects like reverb and delay and compression and things that are you everyone uses in the in the mixing stage just yeah. making sure everything's sitting wherever um, but I over the past couple of months I've been diving into the world of um, third-party plugins so okay. a lot of people design their own audio units like audio effects because I guess the ones that are, just come with programs are um, kind of basic stuff they're basic stuff, yeah, and it's just like there's this more variety. You can yeah. just can create your own, and people are super into it. And there's so much out there. Um, I haven't got around to buying any, but there's so many free ones, and they're awesome. So just like made by other creators, other producers, mm -hmm. producers who are really up there and they know what they're doing with sound design, they create it, and it's just like it's it's incredible. So they're like giving like a a handout to like. Yeah. Up and comers. Yeah. That's really yeah. good. So, moving on to the sort of next question I wanted to ask. What sort of struggles have you had with the project? What's like been sort of the hard parts? Um, the hardest part for me was to just think about, like, remember that the project was something that I wanted to do mm. because in choosing my project, I couldn't really get a clear understanding of what I wanted to have by the end and like I wanted to make my own stuff but I wanted to do it in a way that was just above and beyond because I kind of have this trait where I'm just like overreach things and I just bite off more than I can chew yeah and so I wanted to accomplish something incredible I realized that I've never like I wasn't a producer last year and then suddenly I'm going to make something that's going to yeah. Why did they run away? Like it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. And yeah, just 
because I had to like calendar in my my project in my studio time because that had to be a strict part of my day because I had to get it done right yeah and so it was it was just forced and I wasn't in the mood and if I'm not in the mood to create I'm gonna think everything that I'm doing is shit mm. and I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm gonna just not be happy with whatever I create. Like yeah. it's just I, ha- I have to be in a good mood to, you know, I have to be inspired and stuff. And so I had to remember that the project was something that I wanted to do, not something that I had to do. And I had to look at the Year Twelve project as an opportunity and not as an assessment, because otherwise I would just, you know, it. It's really interesting because, like, I went, I went for a very similar thing where it's like I did a couple, they weren't that good, and then I was kind of like, oh no, I've chosen the wrong thing. Mm. This, assess- this assessment's going to be yeah. too much. I have no idea what I'm going to do. But, like, it's really interesting that, like, once you start going, oh no, this is something I can do later on, or this is something I actually enjoy doing, how much easier it is to just get to work and yeah. just get it done. Yeah, exactly just, right. Yeah. Just remember that it's fun and you picked it. You know, yeah. I just have to remember that I love music, and this is this is something that I want to do next year. So, but I think with everything else that was going on, school and work, and just other things that were popping up, it was hard to balance schoolwork. Yeah. And no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but so yeah, and then as soon as it was getting later and later in the year, it was just getting worse. And yeah. Worse. <laughs> yeah. I would jump onto logic and I would just have no idea what I'm doing because it's just, I'm just not that familiar with the software. Mm-hmm. And there's um, one thing I had to learn was like all the keyboard shortcuts to like yeah. make your workflow faster, which helped like tremendously, but I was so slow at, at first. And so not only was I super um, judgmental about what I was actually creating. I was just doing it in a way that was taking me hours. <laughs> and so yeah. now, like today, I'm a lot better and I can just easily get something done really quickly in about 20, 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Right. But back then at the start of the year, it was, it was a slow process and mm. it was very frustrating. Mm. How many sort of songs have you like made or like tracks? I... I've made, I don't know, probably like 20 or 30. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, I yeah. got, like, I get a lot of ideas. Yeah. And then as soon as I get an idea, I voice memo it on my phone straight away if I'm not next to my computer. If I'm next to my computer, I'll open up Logic, get it down straight away, and then save it, and I'll just, you know, yeah. come back to it later. And I voice memo everything as well. So I have, even if I don't have like some sort of thing in my head when I go into studio time, I can just go into my phone and I have all these voice memos of ideas that I can just pull one out at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, but not a lot of them are finished. <laughs> like they're not, I haven't committed many down to audio, which means wow. like I have all these different things inside Logic, but then once I commit it to audio, which means I pretty much bounce it to an MP3 file, yeah. and so it's not a Logic file, it's an MP3. 
an yeah. actual audio file. Right. Once I commit the whole song down to that, that's when it's finally finished. Yeah. And for that to happen, it has to be mixed and mastered. And yes, even though mixing is part of my project, it's yeah. also my weakest point. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, I can't finish anything because I just hear it over and over again during mixing because I'm not that good at it. So I just have to keep going and just keep trying to get better at mixing. And then I can commit it down to audio. But yeah, but I have a lot of ideas. Yeah. Like those ideas on logic, I probably have about 40 of them. And wow. now probably 20 of them are, 20 or 15 are fully fleshed out. Yeah. Yeah. And are the, I guess once they're finished, is it plan to like give them around to people or like post them on Spotify? Um, I'll see. I'm not at that stage yet. I kind of, I'll do a hundred beats before oh, I, I start even posting stuff on social media. Well, yeah, I, okay. like it. I might put something on my story or whatever of me making music, but I'm not going to say, go stream this or blah, blah, blah until yeah. I'm at, at least a hundred beats because I want to be at a level of skill where if someone does want to contact me, I'm, I can do it because right, if I make yeah. a beat, say it takes me five hours to do, which yeah. is a long time, but say it takes me five hours and I post it and I say, go stream guys, no, like I'm sure. confident. Someone texts me saying, I want to use this, let's work together. And then I jump in the studio with them and they say, oh, can we just do this, this and this? I might be like, have no idea what they're talking about. And then that relationship that could have been incredible yeah, is okay. just failed instantly because so it's like I'm just not at that level yeah. to just be like, yep, I can just nut this out really quick. Yeah. That's actually really smart though to like get a good portfolio around and get, yeah. your, get your skills off the screen. That's quite smart because I feel like a lot of people would dive into it head first and then like have to learn the hard way. It's, it's that's a good fall for it. Mm. Is there like a particular sort of genre that you're going for, or a particular vibe, or do you like branch out, try different things? Yeah, I'm constantly trying new things because I think that when now, even though I'm learning, I try and not copy other people's things. Mm. A lot of there's a lot of advice out there too young producers and beginner producers that they should just copy ideas and steal things from other artists because you're going to have to do that at the start because, you know. Yeah. But I kind of, I, I, I try and stay away from that and try and generate own atmospheres, you could call them. Yeah. But they'd be close to, um, I'm not really sure. I mean, maybe you could call it alternative hip hop. Yeah, okay. but then I could do something completely orchestral and do a soundtrack. Like yeah, I've, right. made, I've made some interstellar type piano soundtrack things yeah. like that. But then I could also make some like super crunchy type boom bap beats that mm. would be, you know, like from from the nineties or something. Yeah. It's pretty diverse, and because I listen to a lot of music, and it's yeah. never the same thing. I'd listen to probably 20 different genres in one day. And it's, yeah, I just love it all. Yeah, Except country. <laughs> I'm not really a country fan. Uh, 
I like country, but I, I feel like country is kind of its own thing. It doesn't really come into much mixing world. Yeah, so yeah. that was kind of yeah. left alone by itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess looking forward to the sort of end of the project, what is what is the next sort of steps you have to take? What's the end of the plan look like from here onwards? So until if it's due, I've got to finish mixing everything. I've got to commit all of my songs down to audio. Um, I have made a folder with songs that will possibly be in there, but I just have to arrange them, finish the arrangement, because they're all, most of them are mixed, but, or not most of them, maybe half of them are mixed, but they're only like a minute and a half long. But I basically just have to copy it, copy it over again and just arrange everything so that it's like at least three minutes. Yeah. And then once I've done that, I'm pretty much, Pretty much good. Yeah, okay. and I have to finish other parts of it, like the written document and everything. That that's to me that's the like scariest part. Like the stuff you have to do that's like not your project, mm. but it's like the assessment part. Yeah, so I find it way easier to sit down and talk and like just get better at podcasting. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That was my that was actually one of my issues last term because we had a lot of project lessons where we just talked about the written component and I mean I understand that it's important to show the journey we've been on but I feel like there could have been too much emphasis on it and I would just so much rather work on my craft and get better yeah than worry too much about the written document because that's becoming the biggest thing right now it, it it's really bigger is than, bigger than the actual artifact yeah um, <laughs> No offense to whoever makes the stuff, but it, I feel like something that might might need to come up in this in forward discussions for future parts of is like how to keep it balanced. Like mm. You're like working on your project and on the written material because it's hard to find a balance to keep mm. both, yeah. um, both even. Yeah, I feel like I haven't done much um, composition in a while because I've been doing my written document. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of in the boat where I was like worried about all the written stuff and I wasn't doing podcasts. Mm-hmm. Really, what I should have been doing is doing the podcast way earlier and then doing the written stuff later. Yeah. But it's kind of weird because it's like even if I were to interview everyone earlier on, they wouldn't have as much to talk about. They wouldn't have as much stuff to learn. That's true. Like That's so, true. it's kind sure. of a blessing and a curse that I'm yeah. doing it this late because I get better stories. Yeah. It's kind of like you got to wait for your clientele to <laughs> yeah. <wrap it> up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, we're we're on the home run now, so it's all you know, it's all downhill from here. Yeah, that's it. Um, downhill in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, finish line is in sight. Okay. Scarily enough, though. Yeah. So the next question I want to ask you is, what is like your highlight? What's your favorite part of it so far? Is there a particular story or memory that sticks out? Um. I did have a bit of a revelation last week when I was, oh, I think I was just making music last week and I kind of saw this quote that really resonated with me and it was, sometimes we think so much about our future that we forget we're in the middle of what we used to dream for, which is crazy. That's so good. This time last year, I didn't have any music, well, I did have some music stuff, but it was way less than I have now. Didn't have my studio set up. I didn't have 
logic. I didn't wasn't creating anything. But now that I'm this time, like yeah. this year, I'm, you know, I'm on my journey and I'm becoming what I've dreamed of, which so is crazy. True. That's there. so inspirational. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's weird to think about it. It's like, if, you, if we were to like travel back in time to younger us mm. and what we're doing right now, they'd be stoked. Mm. They'd be so happy. Yeah, exactly. That's so cool. Like, we're just like thinking about the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. But if you sit and just realize, how much we've already done and how far on our journey we've come we just you know. that's, that's i'm gonna remember that for sure that's so good yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah if if you were to go back to like you at the start of this project knowing what you know now is there something you would tell yourself to do differently or any changes you would make to how you've done it hmm. i think that I just, I would start a lot more with research, I think. Like I went straight into making music, which is good. Yeah. Because the only way I'm going to learn is if I, you know, act upon it and do it. Um, but I think that I should have just learned a lot more about what I was actually um like changing in terms yeah. of effects and things like that. Yeah. Like at the start of the year, it was a bit aimless and I was just hmm. like, for example, I put a re- bit more reverb on this because, oh, it sounds good, but it's like, am I, do- am I really thinking about how that's going to play in the, great, in the grand scheme of the entire song? Yeah. And so, yeah, but I think my main thing I would tell myself is to remember that it's what I love to do. It's not a work thing, it's a fun thing. Yeah. And I chose this because it's gonna be my passion. And I can't let um self judgment and other things get in the way of what I wanna achieve. Yeah. That's that's very true. Mm. And uh it's it's really like a common theme that I've come that I've come across with people and their projects is like at the start they feel lost they just they can't see Mm. what they're going to do and i guess kind of a good thing is when you do get stuck into it it's a bit of a trial of learning in the frying pan you know trial and error but it eventually you kind of just figure out oh just if i just keep trying stuff and just keep working on it and it will sort itself out i guess that's how you learn Mm. and i think some advice to the next year 12s as well is to like think of the bigger picture like when you at the start of the year when you're picking a project it's more based around what's the artifact going to be what's the big thing people are going to see when they come to the presentation what's going to blow everyone away but it's more about i think it's for me especially it was the journey for me as a whole because um, composition is something I hadn't really delved into, but now I was starting to create and express something that was mine, which yeah. is, I think is an important thing in terms of you know, individuality and just art and things like that. So that was really important for me to finally get myself down, like my ideas down. Yeah. And so it was, yeah, I think it was a, it was a big journey for me. It's yeah. not 
it's not really the oh I'm gonna have 10 songs or 20 songs or 30 songs by the end of this year that's gonna be great it's more my journey to get to that that's what you take with you the most yeah yeah it's in a kind of in a similar sense that is what that me and Max were talking about in our podcast earlier today is like one of the most important things about doing this year 12 project is making sure that what you're doing at the end of the day is something for you mm. it, it serves you mm. and forgetting about the like you need to do the written stuff and all that but you're not gonna be good at what you're doing unless it's something that you actively enjoy and it's yeah. like you so picking something that is right for you it's, mm. it's such an important part of it yeah So the, the final question, I guess we've kind of touched on it, but the final question is if you could say one thing to a future class child, or one piece of advice or wisdom that you want to take with, take with them, what would that be? Mm. I think I would say take a good look at yourself and not be pressured by any of your surroundings or frightened about what other people might be doing because you know we live in a competitive world and people want to you know reach like they want to be the person that blows the most people away or whatever um so i think it's more just really hone in on your passion and really plan out um how you can use this time to really push yourself in the right direction and really make use of your skills mm. and just yeah. most yeah. of the time as best as possible. So I guess on that note, we'll leave it there, but thank you for coming. It was a great episode. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Uh, yeah, it was a great conversation, so thank you very much. And um, I'm sure we'll do podcasts together in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sure.